Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash swoopsworld. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's Audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com forward slash swoopsworld. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Swoops World, right here on the new Talk Story Radio Network. Swoops World, where you get all you need to know about arts, culture, news, and happiness. Our number, if you want to give us a call tonight, is 562-912-3444. You can always email us at swoopsworld at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Once again, if you want to give us a call, that number is 562-912-3444. Now just sit back and enjoy Another edition of Swoop Swirl on the new Talk Story Radio Network. Welcome to another edition of Swoops World Late Night. It is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2017. Looking forward to tonight's show. We're going to have Anthony Davis on. I've been chatting with him a little bit about what's been going on in the world of sports, and amongst a few things, and, uh, you know, catch up. It's been a couple weeks since we had the last chance to talk to him, so we're, we're going to do do that and uh, have a little fun with that. It's always a good time when we have AD on the line, so we're looking, uh, we're looking to impart some uh, some of his great knowledge on on things and of course he'll be talking about uh, his his uh, you know his passion uh, for uh, people with uh, CTEs and and getting their brain scanned and, and taking care of uh, taking care of the brain health because so many people have suffered for so many things and a lot of the, you know NFL players and and our military and whatnot so we'll be talking about that as well as, as amongst a, a bunch of other things so we're going to jump on that pretty soon and uh, get get right on it. You're listening to Swoops on the Talk Story Radio Network, sponsored by HealthyNewDay.com. And uh, let's listen to the Wicked Saints, and then we'll be back after this. Run, 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 run
Speaking on behalf of Rad, it's okay to rock and roll, right? But don't drive home drunk. If you're drunk, call me up. I have a limo. I'll come and get you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6 I make his breakfast. Every day I wake up at 5 to give dad his medicine. At 6 I make his breakfast. At 7 I shower. Every day I wake up For at those five. caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community to help us better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Talk Story Radio Network. Hey, this is Sharp Mo on the Wall, and you're listening to
Welcome back to Swoops from the Talk Show Radio Network. Let's get uh, let's get AD on the line here. Welcome back to the show, our good friend and colleague, Anthony Davis, five-time national champion, two-time All-American out of USC, playing the NFL as well as USFL and all kinds of other places. How you doing, man? Doing fine. Always, always a great chance to have an opportunity to chat with you, man. And we, we, we always, it's been a couple of weeks, but we're going to just jump right on into it. Uh, you know, so many things going on these days. I know you're a big baseball fan, and uh, we got the, uh, the, you know, the world whatever they call it, the World Baseball Championships going on, and the USA is, is playing you know playing in the final game. Have uh, you been following this at all? Just a little bit. You know, I just know that uh, uh, USA just eliminated Japan, uh, Japan and they're going to play Puerto Rico. They're playing them tonight, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I've been following a little bit. Not much. You know, we... I, think, I, I, think, I think some of the teams are – Lack the U.S. talent anyway, but I think the only people can give them a good, good compete uh, competition will be Puerto Rico. But who, who knows? Well, USA is up four nothing in the bottom of the fifth, or uh, as we speak. So, um, right. you know, we, you know, we we've talked about these types of things. These, uh, uh, you know, this not like a bowl game, but but uh, those types of uh, in, international events and stuff like that. To, do you see uh, a purpose in, in these? Uh, is, it, is it just for uh, national pride? You know, you've got a lot of pro players involved in these things, but do uh, you, you see any any upside well, to this? Well, for the USA, I mean, it's, it, it's clear that everybody knows who's on the USA team. These guys are major leaguers, too, and, and they're talented. So, but this, I think the main thing is for the other teams, the other countries, to showcase their talent for the major leagues in the United States. Everybody wants to play in the United States. Right. So it's a thing where they showcase their talent, and they hope somebody gets their attention where 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 they can be part of one of these rosters in the United States. But there's so many good ball players around all those countries, and especially we have a load of talent in the United States. So they want to get a they want to get a shot at playing in the United States. I think that's the only benefit of this thing for them, not the USA team. Right. Well, and, and and as you said, everybody wants to play here, so it's, it's a good. It is a good opportunity for them to have a chance to uh, to showcase some stuff, and and uh, you know, the, you know the scouts. The scouts do scout a lot of these teams from other countries, but um, I think that's mostly concentrated in like the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico and, and Cuba and places like that. Uh, so you get a chance for a lot. Of, I mean, we do have some uh, Japanese ball players who make it to the big league. Korean ball players make it to the big leagues. But it's a, it is a good shot for a lot of these other smaller countries to have a chance to, to have their players looked at. Right. I agree with that totally. I mean, I, I agree with that because it's a country pride, and, and, and a lot of these people want to see their talent get to the United States. Because it's the, it's the, it's the number one sport. I mean, I mean, this is the number one country that has the number one sport. So they want to be able to play in this country. Right. I mean, yeah, you can be good in Puerto Rico. You can be, you can be good in Cuba. You can be good in Japan. But the ultimate goal is the United States. Everybody wants to be here. And, and once you get here, then you've made it to the top, to the promised land. That's that's the way it is. 
So, you know, I believe that, that, that this is why I think it's, it's pride regardless, but I think, you know, overall those ballplayers want to be here. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, not only is is the, the pride of playing in the, in the Major League Baseball, uh, playing here in the U.S., but, you know, you start talking about the kind of money that uh, is available out there too. You know, we've talked about it in the past, you know, some of these guys are coming from some very poor situations uh, and you know, and then they get to step into you know life changing, life changing uh, opportunities. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, humble beginnings, poverty, uh, don't know how it is to eat, don't know where their next meal is, and so you know, and they they see all the hopes and dreams of some of these players, and they get there, and they wish they could be right there in the same situation with them. One of the things we've talked about in the past, uh, you know, not to hit a negative light, but we talk about in the past is, you know, some of these guys, you know, because of that instant fame and that instant money, uh, you know, sometimes they come here uh, not only, you know, from outside the U.S., also from within the U.S., and it's a big change for them, and they don't know how to handle it, and we start seeing, uh, you know, guys kind of just kind of piss their, piss their careers away, get in a lot of trouble, and and you know a lot of off-field type of stuff, and some of those guys don't have the the work ethic that uh, you should have as a pro. Um, you know, with with baseball, you do have you know the the farm leagues and guys come up and and they kind of get to get groomed and stuff like that. You don't see that in some of the other major sports. But what do you? How do you think? Uh, you know, we can we can kind of slow that down for a lot of these guys because a lot of these guys they only get that one opportunity. As you know, as a pro athlete, sometimes you know there's people waiting in line to take your spot. How do we kind of help these kids along where uh, they don't they don't stumble and make those kinds of mistakes? Well, I mean, you know, it's just it's just human nature for for humans to get in trouble. I mean, it's always been at the beginning of time, and my only thing is, you know. A lot of these guys don't get it. Look, you're not God gifted baseball. You might have great talent, but there's always somebody ready to take your spot. And they pin people forget that across the board. Yeah. You want to be a knucklehead, there's somebody sitting there waiting to take your spot. You know, they're, they're hungry. They're like wolves, ready to take your meat. And why mess up and do that? But I don't get to understand that behavior. Because a lot of these guys get so delusional, the fact that they, they're not replaceable. Well, you are. Everybody's replaceable. I mean, you might, you might be better than the person they're talking about replacing you with, but but guess what? They will replace you. Yeah. If you're gonna mess up this brand, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna be a knucklehead out there in the public, and you're doing wrong, and you're not being disciplined to, to, to the fact that this team, this in this this great league that you're playing, and, and you're very fortunate to be in, they're gonna say, hey, look, you know, you might be good, but we're eliminating you because you're bad for our brand. Right. And that's where it's going right now. I'm telling you, that's where it's going. You want to be a knucklehead? You're going to be put out of the game. And all them kids like in Puerto Rico, they know better. You, know, you don't hear about some of these guys getting in trouble coming from the foreign countries. They know better. They know. When you talk about the brand, and we've we've spoken about this many times, is when it comes to the NFL because the NFL is big on the brand. Uh, we're seeing a guy right now that is is seems to be struggling to pick, get a, get a team to pick him up. Uh, we're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, some people say he damaged the brand last year. Uh, what do you think the the reason is? Is nobody's you know teams are by teams are passing him by? Has, is it the, is it is talent gone, or has he damaged the brand and damaged his brand? Well, the talent's not gone. If he's with the right system, he can play. I mean, you know, put him. With, but I'm gonna say this again: If he's with a Bill Belichick, he's a superstar. If he's with Jim Harburg, he's a superstar. I, I, I first of all, I blame a lot of stuff on the 49ers, uh, just based on the way 
they that things happen because how can you go from what you did Jim Harbor to where you are now? So that's not Jim Harbor. And then also, if I'm advising Colin Kaepernick, I'd say, hey, man, look, do it another form. Do it another way. There's another way of skinning your cat. If you really believe it, there's another way of skinning the cat. But don't put on a public show where you affect the brand. Don't even do that. Why take money out of your pocket? Even though you might be writing some instances. And, and, and for me, playing in the 70s, it, it was worse than it is now. Hmm. I mean, so if you if you got a way of doing it, do it another way. Don't jeopardize your your, your time, your talent. Get blackballed, because that's what it is. They, they, they pretty much just blackballed him across the league. I mean, the next thing he's looking at is Canada, and uh, and they don't care up there. And so who knows? He might be in Canada. He might have a shot. If somebody might pick him up, hell, i like to see the Cow Cowboys pick him up. <laughs> Why not? I mean, so, I mean, you know, if he, but if he's with the right situation, he'll flourish. That's how much I believe in him. But, you know, keep your political stuff and your social issues off the field. Keep that to yourself. And if you do talk about it, be, in, be a discreet and talk it in a very sophisticated and professional way. I mean, I know he's trying to be as professional as he can, but, you know, hey, man, don't kneel. Just stand up. It's still your country. Right. Just stand up, and, and, and you demonstrate it in another way. You know, it comes off as about me, 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 and then you had other few guys doing it. They don't do it that way. But everybody knows what's going on with the system. Everybody knows that. You don't have to go out there and demonstrate and jeopardize your career by doing that. You know, you just don't do it. There's other forms of doing this instead of just sitting around and just saying, you know, I'm going to kneel and I'm not going to demonstrate. What is that? You know, I, I don't get that. I don't get that behavior. Yeah. Hey, you know something? Nobody, and, and no more is more staunch than I am. And you talk to people that have known me over the years, they know what I stand on certain things. But I did it a certain way. But then back in the day, my certain way was very controversial. But <laughs> 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 well, I've been steadfast and been the same guy for the last 35, 40 years. Right. And so, you know, and especially me coming out of USC, uh, I'm, I'm the, I'm, a lot of people say I'm the last guy standing of the greats. So I, I, don't, I don't know. We got one in prison. We got one allegedly in trouble. And we got another thing was demonstrated through a documentary. So, uh, uh, you know, people constantly approach me these days and say, hey, man, you know, I'm sure glad that you were part of USC and uh, and uh, you kept your nose clean over the years. And I really appreciate people telling me that. So, uh, but but I'm, I'm just telling you, these athletes today got to know where they stand. They got to know their limitations. And they just can't go out there just because they're making big money. they thinking, hey, they'll get you for that. You got to really know what you're doing. You got to really calculate what you do today. Right. With all the social media out there, with all this type of you exposed, you can't do anything. You can't talk. You got cameras. You got speakers everywhere. Everybody's listening. You make sure when whatever comes out of your mouth and whatever you do, make sure it's solid and make sure you can stand up and it doesn't jeopardize what you do. Yeah, because that can get snatched away in a heartbeat, man. I mean, really, really seriously, you know. Absolutely. Isn't yeah. that how good you are? Well, you know that's the thing is, is you know I've I read I read articles recently and, and and things that people were you know just talking in general and they just said, you know lots of times you know they you know they talk about some of these guys that made it into the Hall of Fame and some of these guys who who've had these long careers, not necessarily the most talented person on the field, good strong work ethic, uh, you know stayed out of trouble, worked hard, uh, produced uh, consistently in and out you know out on the field. Not all, not always the most talented person out there, but uh, you know, you know, like we we talked in the past, some of these guys are, you know, 
Hall of Fame receivers weren't the fastest guys on the field, but they knew how to get open. They knew how to get open. They knew how to make the clutch plays, uh, regardless of what sport it is. So, like you said, there's always somebody back, standing in the waiting wings to take your place, and not necessarily, no matter and how you, talented you, you gotta are. Remember, you got to remember this. All sport is is right timing, right place, right coach, right system, right situation. And a lot of great players don't even get that. Some of these guys, like you said, with good work ethic in the right place, right time. Just look at Tom Brady. Right place, right time, right system. That's why I always bring up the Patriots system with Brady and Belichick. Now, Brady was with some other team. He might show some sparks, what he, which we see now. But I doubt if he would ever be where he is now if he was at a, with, with another organization. Right. He might not even be in football now. You see, so everything is right because, I mean, can you picture, can you just fast forward, can you picture me with the Patriot organization, me coming out of USC? I mean, come on. I mean, I'm 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 being a little braggadocious, but based on what I could do on the football field, if I was with a or Belichick and how he uses players, no telling what I would have done. And so that's what I tell about everybody. Can you picture Walter Payton in that system? You know, it, it, the way he was. He spent half his career with the Bears getting beat up. <laughs> you know, he's a great runner and stuff. But but but, but see, it, it depends on who you with, who's coaching you, what system, how they promoting you, and how they do it systematically. It's right. all that. You know, time timing is everything in life. Great time, and you know that's part of sport too. You you mentioned uh, SC, and uh, you know we, we talk about SC. We talk about the great the great teams in, in your in your era and whatnot, and the brand and stuff like that. But let's talk let's talk a little bit about recruiting. Now, we, you you and I kind of were were kind of texting back and forth earlier in the week. And there's a kid that uh, you said uh, SC had a really good shot at, and they passed on. And uh, this guy's uh, this guy is uh, really showing up uh, for the you know showed up for the combines and whatnot. Let's talk about him. You said he's out of out of Long Beach, out of Long Beach, Jordan. Who, who, tell me a little bit about Long this. Long Beach, Jordan. John Ross. I saw the kid. I went and spoke to the group I think four years ago when he was a senior, and I saw him practice and worked out. And I was just out there because I was there with a friend of mine who who's hired me from sports media shows and stuff, and he invited me out. So I went out there and saw him and saw his group. And uh, and actually, one of the well, some SC coach was there. Don't remember his name. And I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that that, that SC passed him. And that was doing under Kiffin. And then uh, and then of course Sarkeesian recruiting because he was at Washington at the time. And then Sarkeesian comes to SC, and I was shocked that SC didn't take this guy. Wow. And I was pitching if you had a Dory and, and Juju and him on the same field, that could have been a different outcome. And now he goes fast forward four years later. Here he is, a great player out of Washington. Here he is, go to the combine, breaks the, the combine 40-yard dash win. I understand he won a million, million dollars for that and signed a Nike contract. I'm very disappointed. And I want all the SC people to know that, that Kiffin and those guys blew it by not getting John Ross. John Ross is that talent. And, 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 and the thing is, he's, he project, he's projecting the first round. I don't know how he will go because you never really can't depend on those drafts and how they projections or whatever. But I'm telling you, if he broke the if he broke the combine record at four two something, four two flat, some crazy number. Yeah. And they said he was holding. And they they said he didn't even run through the through it when he ran four two. Wow. Could have been faster. Wow. So I'm just saying, you SC had this kid. The kid wanted to go to SC. Unbelievable. How do you mess something up like that? And I called it four years ago. Hey, and this guy's a player. And I said it four years ago. And I don't know how SC can mess that up. I know Clay Hilton wouldn't, wouldn't do that. I don't know what Giffen and the staff was thinking about. 
I have no clue. <laughs> but, I, but, 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 but I know Sarkeesian, when he was up there, knew what he, what he, what he was because he came in there and then Sarkeesian was left and came to USC. Yeah. And uh, that's one who got away. I'm telling you that I don't like to see. I don't like to hear stories like that. I don't like to see stuff like, especially when I saw it firsthand. Right. I saw the talent firsthand. I was surprisingly shocked when I saw this kid run. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I'm still marveling over that crap. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get how certain guys get their jobs. It's unbelievable. You, it's... you mess. You mess. You you mess over talent like that. You you misjudge that, saying he couldn't play there for whatever the reasons were. You can do your homework. When it comes to recruiting, uh, you know, we, 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 we've seen in the past, we've seen, we continue to see it, you know, day in and day out. Some some coaches uh, know how to recruit. They they, they get great talent uh, in, in and out. Like you you mentioned uh, um, the guy from Ohio State quite often, uh, you know, his ability to recruit. Uh, some of these guys are, are better at it than others. And, and what do you think the reason is that, Sarkeesian and, and, and Kiffin uh, messed up on a guy like that. Well, first of all, they got their own way of calling their plays and calling their systems and stuff. And what and what I totally believe is that you know, when you see a talent, you take a talent and you bring them in your program. You build you build a you build you build a system around your talent. A lot of coaches can't do that. Yeah. Okay. They build talent, and if you do have some kind of set talent, you alter your system for this guy's talent. Coaches don't know how to do that. They don't have to get out of their mold. You know, Saban's going to do it. Meyer does it. John McKay did it. Pete Carroll's done it. Bill Belichick has done it. Okay? Uh, and, and those are the only coaches that I can say, based on what I've seen, that can do that. And and, and for some reason, uh, there's only a few coaches. It's, it's in any business. Certain guys got certain acts of doing things versus the next person. Some attorneys are a little better than this guy in this area. Right. But I'm talking about whenever you be able, whenever you're able to see a talent and and build a ta- build a system around that talent, then you're a real serious coach. And a lot of coaches can't do that. You see, because right away when I saw John Ross and I knew what they had at SC and V from afar, I said if they get that that piece right there, or they can be a monster regardless who's throwing the ball to them. Right. You see, so it's all about it's all about how a coach can build a system around a given talent, and that's a talent there, man. You you that is a special person that can do that. Ain't too many people can do that. You you and, mentioned, and you have and you have and you have and you have a few in every sport that can do that. You for example, that's why the that's why the Belichick's of the world have been consistent for thirteen years. Right. That's why. That's why. That's why I talk about him all the time. Because of that, you, you quite so, frequently so I mean, talk. You quite frequently talk about the system, and, and, and these coaches they have their systems, uh, and then they then they you you get you made a good point a second ago. You know, you bring in a guy who who's a little bit different than the system you planned on running. You have to really learn how to adapt your your system to that player to get the most out of that player. Then, first of all, you got to be creative. You got to be fundamentally sound in how you call plays and how you set up your your playbook and the whole deal. If you got somebody that's special, you see it. Hey, you need to incorporate certain things, and, and you got to be able to have them play off other pieces in your system. If you don't know how to do that, you're going to lose. This for like I told you, there's been ball players, good ball players, boss, Corey Dillon, and people that goes 
to the Patriots situation, they're even better. Even though they were great, but they're even better when they go up there. You see, this is the Belichick system and everybody like this. These guys get better when they go there. Pound for pound, Randy Moss had a better season than any time he's had anywhere he's played. Corey Dillon, too, when he was up there. Yeah. Can you imagine that? So I'm just telling you how many other ballplayers out there that could, could flourish just the same way. That's because a, t- a coach that can seize that talent, he can sense it, he can taste it. I'm going to put these pieces of stuff around this guy, and I'm going to build on this. Unbelievable. It just blows me away. Question. I, there's a rumor out. Uh, and not a rumor. I mean, people. There, real, real, there's a lot of talk about, a lot of consideration that uh, Marshawn Lynch uh, is interested in coming back to football. Hey, the Raiders are after him. Uh, the guy's a beast. You, you know, you take a year off. Uh, you know, we know that uh, when um, Marcus Allen didn't get to play with the Raiders, they had him sitting on the bench for a year or two. Uh, it basically extended his career. Um, do you think that uh, Marshawn Lynch uh, misses a beat if he decides to come back to football this year? It depends. You can see he's going to another system. How are they going to use him? Right. How they use him in pizzas was, was great, but how are, they going to, how are you going to be used? Are you going to be able to do the same? What are they going to do with him? How are they going to fit him in? I mean, don't get me wrong. If he's got the pedigree there, absolutely. But how is he going to fit? Now, yeah. I'm going to tell you something else now. I'm going to live. He goes to Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I can guarantee. But anybody else, I have no clue. Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have, you have no clue. It's uh, it's always interesting to see, you know, some of these guys, uh, how they come back, you know, especially after, after uh, you know, extended time off. Uh, Adrian Peterson, when he was out for a year, he came back, came back hot until he right. got hurt again. Um, right. So you just never know. And if he goes to the Patriots, that'd be a, that'd be that's another Super Bowl champion. Yeah, in my opinion, if he goes up there, if he gets up there, I I I, I like his game. I lo- I'd love to see him come back and play. But you know, he went out. He went out. You know, pretty much on top. But uh, it'd be interesting to see if he comes back and and uh, does it again. But uh, you know, it's an individual choice. Never know. Especially with, you know, what we talk about uh, on a regular basis with, you know, the brain injuries and stuff like that. You know, just coming coming Absolutely. back, coming back, you got a real consideration has to be taking place. Well, that serious concussion stuff is no joke. And, of course, you know, I'm, you know I deal with that. Yeah. And the longer you play, the more the trauma. That's it. You got to constantly treat the brain. So, and these guys don't get that. Yeah. Everything else is treated but the brain. And that's the head of the snake. How you not treat the head of the snake? You gotta do it. No, you run around wearing a bib and somebody's feeding you down the road. Yeah. Prematurely. Yeah. Let me. Uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna get on that here in a little bit. But I, I want to see if you've been following. Have you been following this thing with uh, this father, uh, Lavar Bell, uh, kid plays out of UCLA. Uh, you know, right. taking taking some, taking some swipes at LeBron, and uh, LeBron bit back. Uh, you know, we, we've we've seen in the past a lot of the times these parents uh, jump on and, and, and make statements and and, and, and do things, uh, especially for a college kid. Do you think it do you think it helps them out at all? Or does it cause, just cause problems? You know, as a as a parent, um, I don't know if he's trying to make his you know create the brand for his kid. Is he trying to increase his stock? Is he is he working as his manager? But Seems like sometimes, uh, you know, you just have to sit back and let your kid play, let him uh, let him mold himself into an adult without the parent chipping in all the time. 
first of all, he can do what he wants to do. I wouldn't put that kind of pressure on my kid, but, you know, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I, I mean look, with all the social hype and the social media and everything else, hey, it's a smart way, but, you know, if, if that's what he wants to do, fine. But, hey, let the kid just play. But don't, don't, frankly, don't talk about LeBron, uh, kids and stuff like that. that. That's my opinion. But, yeah. you know, people are going to run their mouths and do what they want to do. It's their opinion to do it. This is a free world. You can do that. LeBron chopped back, and, and frankly, he was right in terms at this point, just keep my kids out of it. And all those other guys making points is most cases that these kids are superstars really don't or don't have it. They don't have the hungry. They don't have the desire because, you know, this man came from humble beginnings, and, and these kids, LeBron's kids, got everything silver stones. And, and that's what he's basically talking about, that usually uh, kids of superstars are not that good as a fault. And in in, uh, in most cases, he's right about that. But just keep that to yourself. You ain't got to put it on Jump Street where, where you have to deal with that. Right. You know? And and, and, I, and to me, it, it puts a lot of pressure on his own kid, you know, because now your, your dad's popping off and, uh, you know, it, right. it's, 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 it's just unnecessary. You know, I, I think, I, like you said, I, if, you, if you wanted to generalize and say, hey, a lot of these superstar players or kids, you know, whatever, but when you start naming names and you're talking about, you know, LeBron, who's – Arguably the best yeah. player in the league, you know that you can expect uh-huh. to to get hit back. You're right. I can't see it. Right. right. One of the other things I wanted to touch on uh, was, um, you know, we, we were coming up on the, you know, the the, the collegiate collegiate, uh, you know, you know, getting ready for getting ready for season, getting ready for summer 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 practice and stuff like that. Uh, I know, uh, I know you're not there at SC every week and, uh, you know, Bob, Bob Case usually takes, takes a step on that direction, but, uh, what are you, what are you looking for this year? You, you, you see, you're seeing the talent we've seen, they're coming off of, they're finished off of decent season. Uh, Helton uh, has proven himself. What do you, what do you see for the future this year? Well, the key, well, the key for the SC is that, of course, you got Darnell, Darnell, the quarterback there and, uh, Sam and, and they got to build around him. I mean, what pieces he puts around the quarterback position. And, of course, he's going to be top. He's going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate. He's going to have uh, the foundation to do well. Now the key is, who do you put around him? How do you replace Juju and how do you replace uh, uh, Dory? I mean, all those pieces. Those pieces are gone. So who replaces that? Who's your running game? Who's the wide receiver core? How's the defensive line? How's the secondary? So we don't – I believe uh, – uh, of course, Washington's going to be the team to beat in the Pac-12, but 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 the Pac-12 South is SC, the Pac-12 North is Washington, and if SC can put those pieces together, I mean they have a they definitely have a run at the Pac-12 championship, and I, I'm, I'm gonna pick SC to win the Pac-12 South. Uh, but that's if they have all their pieces together in places and perform. Right. I think Clay Hilton can do it. He he he. I believe he's proven himself. Uh, you know as as. Uh, as a quality coach, we kind of we kind of knew that because we seen him step in to, to to fill in at times. But he really had to prove himself over this year, you know, especially the way they started. And uh, but it sounds like the play, players really respect him, uh, and you know the, the the alumni seems to like him, and he's got the right personality, and the right demeanor for the job. Right, absolutely, absolutely. He's got the demeanor, and isn't he? Just leave him alone. Yeah, let him stay there five years and see what happens. That's what they have to give them to rebuild that program, in my opinion. 
you know, he's got to build it. And then who knows? And then, and you know, who knows? A lot of people say this is last year for the quarterback position. They say Darnell's out of there after this year. So you never know. Right. So you got to give him time. You got to give him time. Because, he, you know, he's a head coach now. Two, a year, two years ain't going to You got to give him a stretch. You have to. Yeah. He's got to get acclimated. He's got these high school systems, these high school coaches need to see what he does to gear and push kids toward the USC program. You know, but if you got guys one and done or two and done and people jumping back and forth, that just hurts your recruiting. Kids don't want to get involved in something like that. They want to know a coach is going to be there. But like I always tell kids and parents that who see me off the street, they try to talk to me about recruiting. I said, look, first of all, you go to school for the academics first because coaches jump around like, like frogs. So, <laughs> so, 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 you know, don't focus on that. And if it goes bad, you still got your education to fall back on. Don't go to SC for the football. Go to SC for the academics. Right. And that goes for anybody, any school you go to. That's what I say first, foremost. Okay, so, uh, but but in order to have a both athletic and academic career at SC, and, and then if you really want to have a football coach and a, and a thriving football program, you let this man sit there for four or five years and, and see that. And, and that's the understanding kids have to know. Hey, go to USC because, not because of the sports, go there from the academic struggle, the, the, the academics in the first place. Yeah. You know, you touched you touched on something there, and I know this. I'm going to jump to a pro level uh, program here. Uh, you know, somebody need you know giving somebody five years to, to prove themselves. Let's let's talk. We're still, let's keep it in L. A. and Let's talk about the Lakers. Uh, you know, they they've, they have a major overhaul. You got uh, Magic in position now. Genie uh, taking over in charge. Uh, you know, Luke Walton's in his first year as a head coach. Um, you know, and uh, player personnel guy I think is uh, Kobe's Kobe's uh, agent, and, uh, and there's rumor that Kobe might uh, be, be be a part of the uh, part of the new mix. Um, you know, the Lakers. You know, they're they're a storied they're a storied franchise. Uh, how much time? And, they, and they've been struggling for a number of years now. How much time do you give a new regime? Who knows? I mean. You can get so far down, it'll take, it'll take eons to get back. Yeah. Luck in the draft, they got a draft well, they got a trade well. You might as well give Magic a shot. I mean, you know, the bus, the buses uh, had their run. I mean, it's sad the way they uh, broke the front. All I can tell you is a longtime friend of mine, Jerry Buss, who went to FC, who I've known for four, for 40 years, he's got to be turned over in his grave. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bottom line is I, I know he wouldn't think his kids, that this would, how the kids would not get along. And now, you know, uh, who knows how long it's going to take? If Magic can do it, he's definitely got the pedigree as, as a player. But can he do it as a personnel person running an organization? We'll see. Yeah. You might as well give him an opportunity to do it. But but I can tell you, you never know. You just never know about team. It all starts at the top. It all starts at the top. You know. So I mean, who knows? They can have another run like Golden State for years. Right. You know, Golden State's a team to beat in the West, and so the Golden State's doing what that's what 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 the Lakers used to do twenty years ago. So. If you'd have told me 25 years ago that the Lakers would be struggling like this, I'd say, you got to be out of your mind. Well, here we are. <laughs> it's going to take time. It definitely will take it's some time. It's going to take time. Yeah. And you got to remember also, to people who are listening out there, what you have to remember also, too, in the number two market, L.A., if you don't win here, I don't care if it's collegially, professionally, you got a problem here because there's so much stuff to do here in California. People will desert you if you're not winning. It's not like being in Green Bay. It ain't like being in Pittsburgh. You know, it's not like being up, you know, it's not like being in some other places like that. But if in L.A., if you don't win, you got a problem. Right. You just don't, you got you to win. 
And now uh, you look at the Rams, you look at the San Diego, they got a long way to go. And and they're battling for the for the same uh, fan, 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 fan base. Right. And I can tell you, whoever starts winning is going to get the fan base. And if they don't win, they don't, they're going to have some empty stadiums. I'm telling you, that's just the way it is here in L.A. And, you know, sure it's a loyal, it's a loyal fan base with the Lakers. People still keep coming out. But, but the bottom line is, how long is that going to last? You, you, you hit on a good point because there's so much to do here in L.A. I mean, we've seen people we've seen people walk out of games in the fourth quarter because they're headed over across town to watch something else. I mean, you got collegiate collegiate major colleges playing sports. You got uh, you know major major teams playing. You got beaches. You got mountains of snow in. You got you know sunset strip. There's so much to do here that if you're not winning, people will desert you in a heartbeat. Absolutely, that's what it is here. What is that's what it is, and then when you win it, you can't get a ticket. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? <laughs> yeah, can't get a ticket. You got to sell your firstborn yeah. to get a ticket around some of these things, man. That's right. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you know, you, you, what, what, what the Dodgers? The, 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 the Dodgers ain't won a championship since '88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost thirty years. That's true. That's true. People start getting antsy, man. When was the last time? The, what time? The last time Lakers won? Was two thousand? Two thousand one? When was the last time they won the championship? Uh, I don't even remember anymore, brother. It's, it's so been, it was it's over ten a, years. It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, and, and, and the only thing closer was the Kings winning when the Great the the the, 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 Stanley. Great, the Cups. Yeah, the Stanley. The Stanley Cup. Cups. Yeah. Yeah. You got to win here. That's the name again. You have to win in the number two market. It's, it's, you, you touched on some things. You know, uh, there are there are places in in this country where, you know, you can't get a ticket. It's going to be sell out for years. But that's the only game in town. You know, in Green Bay, the only game in town. Right. You know, there's uh, right. You know, absolutely. Some of these some of these states. Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, they pack out too. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, they pack out up there. That's the only thing in town. <laughs> <laughs> that and some, that and some, that and some beer. <laughs> I think more women get pregnant in Green Bay and Milwaukee than anywhere else in the country. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Well, they, they do they, have they, some they, cold winners, man. <laughs> yeah, but I know that. But that's part of it. You know, football and pregnancy. I, that's what I've heard. That's what, that's what guys used to tease, laugh about coming out of that area. But you know, hey, it's still a good sport. They're still both good sports towns, but. It just said, you know, it's the only show in town. That's right. the way it is. Right. You got yeah. Hollywood. You got the beach. You got you got all the coastline. You got all this stuff out here. Life. You got the sunshine. Concerts. Everything. You know? Yeah. Concerts. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Just you know, Staples Center, the Forum, the Hollywood Bowl, Universal Studios. You know, the Chinese Theater. I mean, you, you name it. Yeah. The Palm Restaurant. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you got everything you're going on here. So, so, so the know, bottom line is you, be, you better win. <laughs> you better win. <laughs> so true, so true, man. I, it, 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 we, we laugh about it, but uh, you know, it really is. It really is true that those things, those things matter. <clears throat> and and with with the choices that people have here, I mean, you know, I've seen, I've, I've known of people that have been in a been on a pro game during the day and a, and a, and a major concert at night, and uh, you know other things going on, and 
if the if the game's not great, they get up and leave and and, and move on to the next thing. So it, it really is a, it really is a big deal. Right. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about uh, well, real quick, real <laughs> real quick. You know, you you know about memorabilia. And and you know the the, the the things that the prices that some of these things can uh, can can you know gain people can well, we're willing to pay for it. Uh, apparently Brady's jersey, Super Bowl jersey was stolen for a period of time and they just recovered it. Uh, sounds like it was a, a reporter, uh, a news reporter from uh, Mexico, who they believe uh, stole it. And it's interesting to me that in this day and age, with you know, I mean, a guy has scored uh, a monumental touchdown. They'll grab the ball, they'll put it away, they'll lock it away, and, and, and so, so you know, save it for, for posterity's sake. Super Bowl jerseys by guys like Brady and stuff like that. It's amazing to me that that was able to get stolen out of a locker room uh, because it seems those things seem to be you know secondary now. That was when it is when it comes to how to take care of things like that because they're they know that the value of them. How did that get stolen out of a locker room uh, on the Super Bowl? Sounds like an inside job to me, but he had some assets or something. I don't really know. Yeah, that was it. Was baffling to me. I just don't know how a guy can do that with all those people watching over Tom Brady's type of stuff. How did he able to do that? Yeah, something's real fishy to me about that. Who knows? I don't know. I have I have no answer for that. <laughs> yeah. how, how was he good to be able to get close to Brady too? And also being a foreigner like that, how does he get close to that? And how come they don't watch a guy like they watch everybody else? How did this guy slip in there and do that? And then, and they found it in Mexico. Yeah crazy yeah i mean you know they're really hot on that thing so i mean i don't know how people get in, get access to these these teams and get in there you know he, he probably paid somebody to get in there who knows you never know he might have slipped some dollars under the table and the guy got in there yeah. you, you never know but i but i'm sure the guy didn't think the guy was going to steal tom brady's jersey right exactly a lot of people a lot of people just like want to be close to the ball player well this guy had one objective i'm getting that jersey yeah yeah he got it but he got caught so they did a good work on recovering it. Boy, they, it, was, it was like they, it's like they stole the Hope Diamond, man. They, they, they had all kinds of assets looking for that jersey. <laughs> Absolutely. That's terrible. Unbelievable. They, they put that much effort into my buddies who got his car stolen. Uh, he, he'd have his car back. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, before we wrap things up, man, let's let's talk about what's near and dear to you, man. I, and, and we talk about it every week because it is important to talk about uh, you know, the, 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 the brain trauma, the brain injury, protecting your brain and seeing that the powers that be, the people that make money off all these people as well as our our service servicemen and whatnot are, are treated properly, servicemen and women are treated properly uh, you know, for putting their lives on the line and exposing their brain to the, 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 the things that cause all these injuries. Well, yes. I mean, you know, I've been dealing with this stuff for ten years. I've been on I've been on a program for ten years. They they everybody's so happy about the results of my latest brain scan. Uh, I'm very passionate about that. Like I said, if you play the game, you have to treat the brain. If you don't treat the brain, the brain will fade, and that goes for anybody. You know, matter of fact, uh, next week I got the great uh, boxer uh, Mike Weaver coming in to talk to us and and talk about what he's dealing with. He's dealing with with with, with uh, headaches and and memory loss and all this type of stuff. So uh, I got him coming in. We're going to talk about it, help him out, and anybody else need any help. You know, contact me at the Amen Clinics 
because uh, it's a great program. It works. Everybody thinks it's hokey pokey. It's not. This is a real deal, uh, and what I take, what I do, so and what I've been doing, and I'm so happy and thrilled based on how I'm turning out. Yeah, I'm adding quality to my life, and, and, and under this program that I'm dealing with, will add quality to this life. And that's why I tell all players in contact sports and in, in the armed forces, you know, contact me at the aiming clinics. We can help you. You know, you, 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 you tapped on some things there. It's, it's, it's really important that people protect their brain and take care of their brain. I, I saw somebody else uh, a couple of weeks ago. A uh, young young ball player in the NFL decided to retire. Decided to to hang out, you know, in his early in, well mid twenties. Uh, decided to you know it wasn't worth getting, getting another concussion. Uh, I know it's a personal choice that has to be made, but um, you know even if, if you're gonna if you're gonna play, uh, you know, take care of your brain. And and and, and we talked about it in the past that the fact that you know the, the the league needs to do more on this part because you know they 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 these are their employees and this is their bread and butter. And why not make sure that they're they're treated, uh, you know, while they're playing and when they're and when they're done done playing. Well, the thing that's frustrating for me is that the Amen the Amen study. I'm part of a medical published medical report on on, on the concussion and how the brain imaging and how he's uh, developed his program. He's the only one who has a comprehensive program in the country. And all we're trying to say, look, if you want to play these games, these contact sports or whatever, and whatever kind of issues you have with soldiers coming back, hey, if you come and deal on our program, you, you develop quality of life. That's what we're saying. And especially since I came from football. If you're going to play and take, and take on these collisions, have this program. Have a roundtable. Get it going. So when you, you combat the problem and try to contain it, once you get, once you get out of the game, you're on this program. Right. That's all we're saying. Give it a try. You, nothing else is working because CTE is no no joke, n- nothing to play with, and that's what these guys do. And all the ones that all the former players have passed away, they all had CTE, high levels of it. You mentioned uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, and that that's 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 something else. And they're working. I think they're working on tests now to find it in the living. So. But I know I probably have a little low, low levels of it because if you have it when you passed away, you got to have it when you're living. Right. You mentioned the great Mike Weaver so, coming in. Is he? Is, yeah. is he? Uh, is this the first boxer uh, that, that's coming into to, to, to the clinic? This is the best. This is the big. Well, I know Mike. This is the best. This is the first boxer coming in, uh, and uh, I'm putting out a word to Floyd Mayweather. We'd like to talk to you too. You might have made all this money, but you need you need to check your brain out because. Your brain can stop on any time. Yeah. You know, it's like you, your, your brain is like a motor. It can stop. It can stall. And when it stalls, you better be ready to treat it. So true. So true, man. And, you know, you talk to these guys, you know, boxers, you know, we, you know, like, you know, Weaver had 60 professional fights. So we get, you get to realize these guys come up in the AAU and then they start when they're young, right. young kids. And, then, you know, they, he's the former heavyweight champion of the world. Oh well, yeah. Well, you know, you talk about not only the 60 professional fights, these guys probably had over, you know, hundreds and hundreds of fights over their career, you know, it's, Absolutely. and uh, Absolutely. that's a lot of shots to the head. Absolutely. Yeah. Ad, as always, man, it's it's great to have a chance to chat with you. We're going to do it again, definitely next week. And uh, 
look forward to, to, to picking up some of the other topics that we didn't get to today and, and, and also reminding people about uh, taking care of themselves, taking care of their health, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Swoops. Absolutely, man. The great Anthony Davis, everybody. Always a pleasure to have him on. Uh, and uh, we, we will have him again next week. Uh, also, our guest at 8 o'clock next week is uh, Tom Mossman from Go the Distance. And we'll have a chance to chat with him and find out all the things that are going on with his company. Uh, he's an outstanding athlete, uh, triathlete. And I look forward to chatting with him next week and, and, and hearing his story and, and everything going on with his business. We're going to take one quick break and then come back and wrap things up. You're listening to Swoops Roll on the Talk Story Radio Network. Uh, sponsored by healthandyouday.com, and this is Alamantra. This is called Bread. Back to Swoops on the Talk Story Radio Network. We, uh, we want to thank you for tuning in. As always, we want to thank Anthony Davis for joining us and uh, 
and chatting with us, and we'll have a chance to chat with him again next week with some new topics, and as well as reminding you once again, next week our show will be, our guest on our show will be Tom Motsman from Go the Distance, and we want to uh, tell you, as we always do, dream as if you live forever, live as if you'll die today. Good night, all. The views and opinions expressed by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Talk Story Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. 